Welcome to Hakol Radio's Top 3 segment, where we discuss the top three news stories of the day. Hakol Radio, powered by the Muncie Mavasser and broadcasting live from Schlerko Studios in Muncie, New York. Number 1 IDF soldiers from the Bisla Brigade located dozens of mortar bombs hidden by the Hamas terrorist organization in a kindergarten in the northern Gaza Strip and forces from the Galani Patrol raided the Al-Karmil Elementary School where they found weapons hidden in the school by Hamas. In addition, the fighters of the battalion combat team of the 12th Battalion in the 7th Brigade identified a terrorist cell in the Gaza City area. After the identification, the terrorists tried to escape from the area. The fighters led a, led a foot chase after them and at the same time called in air support and aimed an aircraft at the squad. The aircraft that was directed to the location attacked and eliminated the terrorists. Israeli security forces conducted an operation near the West Bank city of Jenin late Thursday night, November 16th, eliminating about five terrorists belonging to the Palestinian Islamic Jihad, the PIJ, and its Jenin Brigade. Palestinians reported that three people were killed by an Israeli drone attack during the operation, and another seven were arrested, stating that Baha al-Lakola was killed, a PIJ terrorist and one of the founding members of the Jenin Brigade. The IDF later confirmed the operation, saying weapons were also seized and some of the terrorist suspects tried to escape along with an ambulance to a hospital, which has also been a tactic in Gaza. The IDF has successfully recovered the body of Corporal Noah Marciano from the Gaza Strip three days after announcing her death in Hamas captivity. Marciano's body was retrieved by troops from the 7th Armored Brigade's 603rd Battalion in a, battalion in a building adjacent to Shifa Hospital based on intelligence from the Shin Bet Security Agency. On Thursday, November 16th, the IDF also reported the discovery of the body of Yehudit Weiss in a building near Shifa Hospital. Yehudit was Rahman Litzan abducted by Hamas on October 7th, and her husband was killed during the attack. Rahman Litzan. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu in a CBS interview mentioned that Israel had strong indications that hostages, including those held in Shifa Hospital, were present leading to the decision to enter the hospital. IDF spokesman Rear Admiral Daniel Hagari reported two major airstrikes on Hamas underground infrastructure in Gaza, targeting senior commanders. The IDF uncovered the entrance to a Hamas tunnel in the Shifa hospital complex. Operations in Gaza, including airstrikes and ground raids, continue with fighter jets targeting Hamas sites and troops engaging Hamas gunmen. Number 2 on Thursday, November 16th, the New York Appeals Court temporarily lifted a limited gag order placed on former President Donald Trump. Judge David Friedman of the Appellate Division's First Department made the ruling from the bench following a brief oral argument. The judge cited constitutional concerns over President Trump's free speech rights as the basis for staying the gag order. The initial gag order had been imposed by Judge Arthur Engoron, overseeing Trump's civil trial after Trump made disparaging comments on social media about his law clerk, Allison Greenfield. Throughout the trial, Trump and his legal team have scrutinized Greenfield, a former Democratic judicial candidate, suggesting she is a partisan influence on Engron, who is also a Democrat. They argue that she plays an outsized role in the case involving the former Republican president. Number 3 Mayor Eric Adams' administration in New York City has declared the implementation of approximately $4 billion in budget cuts over the next 18 months, citing the migrant crisis as the primary cause. 
These cuts will lead to significant changes across the city, including the cancellation of new police officer hires, a $1 billion reduction in the education budget, and the closure of libraries on Sundays. Adams described the budget reduction process as, quote, the most painful exercise of his professional career, emphasizing the immediate effect of these cuts on city services. Every city agency is expected to undergo a 5% budget cut with additional reductions anticipated next year. The NYPD will notably face a reduction in force, falling below 30,000 employees for the first time in decades, and the postponement of the next five police academy classes. Patrick Hendry, president of the Police Benevolent Association, the PBA, expressed deep concern over the impact on public safety, recalling staffing levels during the crime surge of the 80s and 90s. The city has welcomed over 142,000 migrants since last spring, and officials attribute these budgetary constraints to the ongoing migrant crisis. Without additional federal aid, the city expects these cuts to deepen. The Adams administration also plans to reduce migrant services by about 20%, though specific details were not disclosed. Emergency Management Commissioner Zach Iskell managed, mentioned a review of asylum seeker operations for potential savings. The budget cuts extend to various departments, including the FDNY, where overtime costs and civilian vacancies will be reduced, along with light-duty firefighter positions. The Education Department faces a $1 billion cut over two years, impacting programs like summarizing for middle schoolers and universal pre-kindergarten. Library funding cuts will result in most branches closing on Sundays starting December, alongside reductions in materials, programming, and maintenance. Library leaders warn of a deeper service impact without sufficient funding. These initial reductions may be followed by another 10% cut early next year if the city doesn't secure state or federal aid to address the migrant crisis. The situation underscores the severe financial strain on the city and the potential for widespread impact on essential services and public safety. Thanks for tuning in to the Top 3 segment live on Hako Radio and have a great day.